0: So our post-pandemic dining behaviours, according to a Herald article I read over the weekend, talked about how much more expensive dining out is these days. They were quoting $50 mains. Uh, But the upshot is we appear to be getting less food for more money. Restaurants are getting tougher on turning tables and people are dining earlier. The reporter actually asked what's happened to hospitality. And I take her point because it can feel like it's not all that hospitable anymore. The last time we dined at Auckland CBD in a well-known, well-regarded restaurant, we thought something was amiss, you know, a new kind of disinterest, in diners, slackening of service, sort of an unapologetic approach to it all and just not that much of a pleasant experience for quite a lot of money. Um, like many diners, I don't mind parting with hard-earned cash for a good experience, but not so much if it's below par. We thought we'd maybe just struck a bad night, but have since been told by others that their experience replicated ours. So how do they get away with it and how do they continue to profit from an increasingly poor experience. Well, many restaurateurs would argue it's not that profitable for them anymore. That might be part of the problem. I'd also hazard a guess our lengthy closed border and lack of access to staff had a huge impact. The other COVID-induced side effect is, of course, we all got used to eating at home. We got good at sourcing our own food, making it ourselves. We sort of got enthused also about supporting local. Maybe we're dining in our own local hood more. On top of that, I'd argue that especially in main centres like Auckland and Wellington, there are more people who can't be bothered with the drama of the CBD. You know, too hard to get into, no access, no parking, too many homeless, too much violence, not worth the hassle. You know, a nice night out at a restaurant, Loses its gloss if you have to run for your life at the end of it. Uh, Increasing costs for the hospital industry in terms of labour and food. I don't doubt that's horrendous for them. And they'll, of course, be passing it on to us. But another thing we're doing apparently now is dining earlier. Now, I know this to be the case because we're early diners due to our crazy work hours, and increasingly we're finding restaurants are fuller earlier. People tell me sometimes they can't even get a 5.30 booking anymore because there's such a rush on 5pm tables. I mean, I think that could actually mean a lot of things. One, maybe we're dining with young children more like Europeans do, therefore we might want an earlier table. Two, perhaps we're more educated now on the health and wellness side of things these days and we know the importance of digesting our food early and not eating late into the night. Three, maybe we just want to get ahead of that 7.30, 8 o'clock potential rush. You know, when service can slow down to a snail's pace. And also I wonder whether it's maybe older people who are the only ones left with any disposable income these days able to spend on eating out, and they're habitually early eaters. I don't know, I'd say there's a lot at play in terms of how the dining experience has changed, but not always for the better. And I don't envy the hard-working restauranteurs who are trying to keep up with it all, but I do think the good ones know that to keep people returning, you have to keep offering up a good experience, especially given the cost of it these days.
1: For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy.